Love your camping cookups? Here's another one of Ruthie's bloke-proof recipes, thanks to EcoPot. It cooks for you while you travel the road and tracks without power. Well, even though he's away, we've still got to eat, and we've still got to knock ourselves something up to eat, and Rick goes in charge of the recipe this week, so we're getting this out of Ruthie's um, Bush Cooking Book, and of course you can get... Uh, the book, as well as volume two of this book as well. He's brought out a couple of them. Just go to ruthie.com and you'll be able to get your hands on uh, either or both of Ruthie's uh, Bush Cooking Books. Bloke-proof cooking, he calls it. So we'll see how good you go, Rick. Let's drag one of the recipes out of the book. Yeah, mate, I reckon this one's going to be absolutely perfect for this time of the year as things start to cool down at night. Get uh, get to camp after a big day of four-wheel driving. What better than a beef stroga bogger? <laughs> who comes up with these names, mate? Well, who do you reckon? Yeah. Our little you know, bearded bush crusader. Yeah, all right. Well, look, let's have a bit of a run through this. So you're going to need some olive oil, some garlic, some onions, and some beef. Now, Ruthie says a kilo of good steak with the fat trimmed off and sliced. Mm. I don't know about that. I'll be leaving the fat on. Yeah, well, he gets it from the butchers. So as long as you get it from the butchers, we love to support yeah. our local butchers. And the meat from a butcher tastes different. Mm-hmm. Totally does. And g'day to my mate Pete at Pete's Country Cuts up at Dungog. Yeah, beautiful. There's, there's your next uh, freezer full of beef, mate. No, get, no. get your little Actually, plug in there. You know what, Pete? I know you're listening. It's about time you sent down a meat tray. Giving or, you a or few two. plugs. Or two. <laughs> He's actually got an event coming up there soon. We'll have to get him on and have a chat to him about that uh, out there at Dungog. I think he's been in business for 25 years, which is not bad. I tell you what, butchers always have a good recipe too. Mm. You've you, you got to hit them up. They're not just bad at uh, chopping up the meat. They they know how to cook most butchers. Yeah, remember the old days when you went to a butcher shop and they, you know, and Pete, we'll have to get Pete from Pete's Country Cuts on and he can confirm this. But in the old days, the butchers would have the pencil behind the ear yep. and they'd add up your bill while you was while they were talking to you, so they just write it down with the pencil, take the order, then they just write it down, add it all up, and say, "Yep, this is how much it is." And they'd always give you like a Frankfurt, you know, like the kids of Frankfurt or a, yeah, to eat while you while they're getting getting showing our age, mate. That's what's I going know, on here. Add the sawdust on the floor. <laughs> they were the days, anyway. But if you're listening, Pete. Up there at um, Pete's Country Cuts. I love the name of that butcher shop. He's been a fan of uh, this type of... Uh, we've been doing these sort of shows for a few years, and I know he listens every week. He's a good man. So, uh, Pete, just let us know if you've still got the sawdust on the floor up there. Probably find that underneath all the empties. But anyway, go ahead. With all right, the stronger bogger, mate. So, a kilo of good steak. I reckon a rump or a porterhouse would be absolute winner for this. A couple of brown onions uh, diced up. 500 grams of mushrooms. Meat for vegetarians, you can't have a struggle without the mushies. Some Worcestershire sauce, some tomato paste, and some sour cream. Mix all that together, you brown off your beef, brown off your onions, get your sour cream, your Worcester in there with your uh, your garlic and, and everything else, the mushies. Put the mushies in last because they cook really, really quickly. And uh, just simmer that for a little while, I reckon an hour or two, and fair dinkum, you'll be in heaven. What's your go-to? That's actually not too bad, that. I mean, Ruthie, I don't think he's ever cooked a dud. A dud feed. Well, you might have, oh, but mate, he, he would never admit to I've got it some anyway. stories, mate. Don't worry about that. Are you prepared to name any of them here? Prepared, yeah, prepared yeah, to, yeah. Well, tell absolutely. us one about one of Ruthie's nights on the... Uh, mate, we're up in the Wadigans one night with uh, with the entire four-wheel drive action crew back in the day, back when I worked on the magazines with him. And uh, he was doing a reader's recipe, so I've got to give him a little bit of credit. It wasn't necessarily his fault, but it was still as crook as Rookwood. Right. Mate, it was cooked lettuce. What? No, you don't cook lettuce. Cooked lettuce and wasabi. Well, I mean, who ate that? Sadly, all of us. 
Really? Yeah, but, but then but then I but then I actually cooked a meal for everyone else later on that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works here, Ruthie. Uh, you take off for one week. Hey, and then out come the knives. <laughs> Cook lettuce. I'm, I've got to admit, down down uh, stairs here at the uh, Macquarie Media Building, there's a uh, a little coffee stand and sandwich place, and you'll go down there, and I'll, and you might go and buy, you know, a, something that's got salad on it, and they'll say, would would you want that toasted? I mean, hello. Yeah. If you're out there and you toast your salad, like heat up. Lettuce and tomato, and I mean, it's not a winner. A toasted sandwich with ham, cheese, and tomato is all right, toasted in one of those Breville turnouts. But I'm not sure about throwing lettuce and carrot and all that, and it's like a salad roll or something under the no, no, and you, and you definitely don't throw lettuce grill. into a fry pan with wasabi. No, ask me how I know. Yeah, that, well, mate, that would taste absolutely oh, that terrible. was crook as crook as you like, anyway. Ruthie, so they're not all winners, mate. They're not all winners. That one, well, that one's not in the book. So, I mean, obviously, it wasn't one of Ruthie's favourites either. Um, but, uh, no, that's all right. Mate, what's your go-to meal? I mean, you, you mentioned last time you were in here that you prepare a few meals before you leave, so it's a lot easier to and a lot quicker to, to, to cook when you're on the move. Because when you're filming out, you know, around Australia and doing these things, it can be a pretty long day and you're pretty yeah, tired by the end absolutely. of it. Absolutely. And uh, so you don't want to be, you know, preparing meals and spending a lot of time doing that if you can help it. Um, mate, what is the go-to? Mate, one of my favourites is actually a breakfast dish, yeah. um, and and I call it the best corn fritters you've ever had, yeah. unless you've already had good corn fritters. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, and they're pretty specky. Yeah, so how like do you make them? So, mate, a uh, bit of flour, obviously a whole heap of corn, uh, some shallots, some onion, uh, water and a bit of milk, mix that all together, yeah. and some, some crumbled up feta in it as well. I think I've seen you do this. I think you've done this on camera. I think I might have seen this. Yeah, I, I'd have done it at the, the Brizzy and and Melbourne National 4x4 shows no, a few no, times. No, 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 I think I saw you do this. Did you do yeah, this on I did. Tele- you I did. You did it and fed them to the kids. There was kids yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. I did watch your stuff, see? Yeah. Yeah, you knew there was someone out yeah, there. Yeah, the blocks of feta, they, yeah. they just pop. Yeah, that what makes it special. It's really good. We were uh, one thing, and I mean, I'd probably been living under a rock, but we were camped at Kilcara, out there near Tharkaminda, Kilcara Station, for a few nights on our way to Birdsville one year. And Rob Coley produced the halloumi cheese and threw that on a barbie yeah. plate on the fire. Oh, <laughs> mate, the squeaky cheese they call it. How yeah. good was that on the, with a few? Oh, you haven't had that before. No, that's what I'm saying. I've been living under a yeah. rock. I mean, obviously, this has been a delicacy. Um, you know, had by thousands of people. Right. When I do me. a cookbook, it's going to be on those sort of things—the happy hour snacks. Mm. You yeah, can't I beat know. it. You can't beat it. I mean, I don't mind. I know they're not real healthy, but you get those cranskies, yeah, chop them up, like cut them up into like, you know, little pieces, and then throw them on a barbie plate. Oh, especially ones with cheese in them. Yeah, I've never, I don't, I don't, I stick to the originals myself personally, but yeah, mate, you got to get out there. Yeah, I know that. Well, mate, well, the time that me mate Rob Coldy produced the. Um, the halloumi on the barbecue. I thought, how good is this? And, uh, mate, and we had a little plate going over a fire because they've got little fire pits out there where you camp and a great spot. And uh, g'day to Greg out there and uh, Tony runs Kilcara Station. You ever been there? No, not Kilcara, have you? you need to do it. It's a great place and a uh, big property. And, uh, mate, they've been doing it pretty tough out there with the drought and yeah. uh, let a lot of stock go. I do um, follow them on Facebook. They yeah. put some great photos up. Yeah. It looks like a magnificent place. Yeah. Plenty of bird life. Yeah, it's a top place. I don't know what this has to do with the recipe, but anyway, it does sound <laughs> uh, pretty good. But that's just the sort of blokes we are, and that's what we like to do, get out and look around, and, and you can cook all these things while well, you're look, on the I'd, road. So. I'd love to hear what people think when they go and try this one from themselves, the Strogobogger. It's not that difficult, yeah. and, and it proves – I reckon that'll be pretty tasty, I think. 
you know, bloke proof sums it up pretty well. That'd be a hard one to mess up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like I say, if you want to get hold of Ruthie's recipes, you can certainly do that just by uh, going to ruthie.com and you'll see um, Ruthie's books for sale there as well as everything else he has on there. He has beard, beard oil. which Beard oil, yeah. Yeah, which I'm tipping is just recycled two-stroke or something. But you can get all of that great stuff on ruthie.com. So make sure you check it out. Like I said, we'll try and track him down. He is out there and... Um, He's a bit scratchy. We were just talking to him a moment ago, and it was... So it's a bit hard, but uh, he's on his way to Adelaide. If you do see him out in the uh, radio, particularly if you're listening through Flow FM, keep an eye out for the little bushman driving through in the Green 40 series. You won't miss him. You'll have an honourage of thousands, all these good blokes. Oh, yeah. And um, hanging on to his coattails, they'll be, <laughs> according to Ruthie, and they'll be out there doing it. And good luck to them. I'm sure they're having a great time. And um, I'm sure Ruthie will be a little bit emotional when he gets down there and drops it off. But that was the recipe for this week. 